The Persistence of Pop, Grand Podcast. That's why they call me the Scat the Persistence of Popcorn Podcast. All right, welcome to the Persistence of Popcorn Podcast. I can do it half. But this is the whole point. This is why you were fighting for it, bro. The whole point is for me to fucking figure the shit out. No, the whole no, point no, is no, for no. us to do it because you figured it out. No, 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 no. Fuck, uh, fuck off. Just let me, just let me. <laughs> no, you're no, awesome. No, no, no. Like, we're appreciative. No, 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 Chris. Let's just, <laughs> seriously. Let's just talk about the movies real quick. No, I know. I just want to see Crown because I miss him. And I'm so happy to be looking at you right now, Pat. You don't realize, like, I'm just fucking I'm, my 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 ball my balls are jiggling right now because I'm looking at your face. Okay, it's a good feeling. That's, are we recording? It's a little, it's a little weird. Be part of the podcast. I just started recording. <laughs> um, that's too funny. So, Chris, did you get did you get to watch everything, Chris? Yeah. You saw everything? Mm-hmm. Okay. Welcome so. to the Persistence of Popcorn. This is Mike, and we are back after a five-year hiatus, maybe four, maybe three. I haven't been paying attention because it's been a long-ass time. But we're here with two new hosts. Uh, let me introduce you to Patrick Summers. Hello, everyone. Pat is a beautiful man who lives in Portland, Oregon. I'm in Los Angeles, and our other friend Chris Crone is in SF. Chris? Ahoy, hi. Ahoy, hi. That's fantastic. All right. Well, we're back, and we're going to talk about four movies tonight. Three that are pretty great, and one that's just really bad. (laughs) Okay. So, that's my feelings on it, and I'm sure you guys have others. Does anyone (laughs) have any news? Uh... There's not much movie news happening right now. There's a so, pan. No. There's a pandemic. That that's the that's the the world news. Sure. Yeah. And um, local state government hey, news. Hey is Pat, all this is supposed different. to be a fucking evergreen. <laughs> it's evergreen. To be an evergreen. Like Barbara Streisand's famous head song from the seventies. Yeah. Like timeless. Evergreen is one of her best songs, sorry. and it's so I'm underrated. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, uh, which one are we starting with here? You want to start with um, uh, Philosopher? Wait, we didn't get through news. Oh. Are you really that amped up to get? I mean, we're, oh, wait, we're, do, we're you, do, you, do you have news? Say news. Yes. Top Gun yeah, is coming onto 4K in June. And some other movie, Days of Thunder. Yeah. There's like three big Tom Cruise movies coming to Eyes Wide Shut, I think, is the other. So it's not big news, but you know it's news. We gotta have news. People need need a break from this terrible, frigid reality we're now living in. Mike, Mike, do you like vinegar syndrome? The Mike's syndrome? just bearing the lead. What's well, the lead, my brother? That your episode of Shameless getting pushed back a little bit. <laughs> no, I think it's the season. I think they're done with the season. That's the post production thing that I'm I'm involved with. I'm disappointed that my AP Bio episode is getting pushed back, inevitably. What episode is that? Uh, it, it's a dream sequence where uh, Dennis, I don't know his name on the show, in AP Bio, and his girlfriend are in an old saloon in the Old West. 
and I just play a cowboy in the bar. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a really cool costume, too. It's like one of those old school, like super, like heavily buttoned cross shirts uh, yeah. from the Old West and this big hefty duster. And like, I've got a cool ass hat. I was going for a bowler, but the costume lady told me no. So. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Patrick Patrick is uh, bearing the lead on him as well. Uh, there's a bunch of good deals at Video Hoarder right now. Oh, yes. Yeah. Patrick yeah. is quite the hoarder. <coughs> We're going to have the um, Mighty BC, A Day with Sharkula, uh, double feature VHS, double CD with sticker bundle coming soon. And I think I think it's fair to say that most people may that may or may not listen to this podcast. I honestly have no idea how many listeners this podcast actually has. But Sharkula is a rapper from Chicago. He's a badass. Pat did a documentary on him many years ago. <laughs> and uh, now he and Crone here had a rap group uh, in Florida called the Beat Creatures, and uh, they, they hippity-hopped for many a year. Crone can flow like no other. Cronomics <laughs> is his is his rapper name, as is uh, DJ Sumrock, Pat. PJ Sumrock. PJ Sumrock. PJ Sumrock. I'm, I'm sorry. It's okay. But uh, good, good tunes. Uh, several other Beat Creatures out there. So, some we have lost, and some some that, that live on. And... Uh, that's going to be a great documentary when it's it's released. It's a fun one. Also, uh, Tales of Screaming Madness. Yes, is coming up that, soon. That that the the COVID nineteen quarantine edition VHS is coming soon, starring Chris Crone of the Mighty BC, and ah, nice. also starring Neil Savitas of the film Hellmaster, starring John Saxon. Oh, all so, right. Fantastic. From Beverly Hills Cop 3, John yes, Saxon. that one. And Black Christmas. <laughs> I mean, you can't say any legitimate movie that he did. <laughs> Obviously, if one does it from Nightmare on Elm Street. What? what? No John, John Saxon? John Saxon's yeah, awesome. Yeah, he, he was Heather Langenkamp's dad in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. <sighs> he was in Black Christmas. Oh, man. yeah, he was. He, he was in Black Christmas. I where I saw was he in Midnight Run too? No, he wasn't. I, I'm thinking he's one of the cops. No, he, but... was in an, he was in another Midnight Run. Midnight Run's the best. All right, so uh, nobody has any other news. You want to get on to the, the, the discussion, fellas? <sighs> oh, um, I just saw that Massacre video is putting out a 4K uh, scan of that movie Men Behind the Sun. Have you ever heard of that? Men behind the sun? No, men. The men behind uh, the sun. I uh, I have not. It's like this notoriously like really, I I ha- it's about uh I think it's seven three one camp the like notorious like uh they did they did hor- horrible like experiments on people in the war. Oh, the, the, yeah. the Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a movie about oh. it. That's there's a movie about it that's like super like. Gnarly, like I'm not gonna buy it. I have no interest in seeing it, but they're putting it up. Massacre Video is putting it out, and it's uh, people were talking about that recently. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so you want to start? I with, am uh, the man behind the sun. Yes, you are. You are. I still need to see Color Out of Space. Oh yes, go see that. It's every, great. Every, it's, every, it's fantastic. And it's probably one I could probably be happy with buying without seeing first. 
I mean, if you like what? Nicolas Cage and H.P. Lovecraft. I do, and, and Richard I appreciate Stanley. Richard Stanley, and I don't think he should have gotten fired from Dr. Moreau. I love Richard Stanley, so I loved it. But Mike, Mike didn't like, like Mandy. I liked Mandy. I just think the vocals were fucked up on it, or at least the sound mix on the copy I got, because like, I had to turn it up to like 100 to hear what they were saying in the movie. It it kind of irritated me, but visually it's really cool, and I appreciate the fact that it's uh, George Pan Cosmatos' son that yeah. directed it because I've yeah. always appreciated George Pan Cosmatos because Tombstone is my favorite western of all time, and Rambo three, come on. So you say Tombstone, I say Boomstone. <laughs> like the boomstick, they they used to boomstick. <laughs> Sam Elliott, Sam Elliott, some cowboys with his boomstick and tombstone. That's for sure. Yes, yes, he did. What do you want on your tombstone? I'd like some Peps, please. Pepsi? You can't have Pepsi on a pizza. Just a little, some brownies. Just a couple brownies. You know, I got a I got a pizza the other night with a salami, Italian sausage, and bacon on it. It was fucking great, but it it, it was cold, a very cold pizza, and I don't like cold pizza. Cold? Yeah, it's disappointing. You and Pat are gonna have fighting words. Pat loves cold pizza. I mean, like cold the next day, or it arriving late at your house. No, I went, I picked it up, and I got it home within supposedly seven minutes of it getting out of the ice oven, but uh, it, it was basically, like, icy in the middle. And you know how Domino's is supposed to put the garlic sauce on their pizza crust? Like, they started doing that, like, five years ago. And I, I, I'm, an, I'm an old hand at Domino's. I, <laughs> I, I delivered for them for, like, seven years, and I managed there for, like, four. So I, I know it in and out. And there's a lot of other things I have to discuss about Domino's, but I did get an A at the health inspection as manager that day. We don't. Fucking we don't need legendary. to talk. We don't need to talk about Domino's. When you say Domino's, is it Domino's for you? Uh, I, I I prefer the Italian pronunciation of it, Chris, and that's Domino's. It, it's a lot faster. But, uh, you know, they, they, they have the garlic butter they put on the crust, and the guy fucking took it back and said he put it on, and he still didn't put it on. Like, I honestly think he might have spit in my pizza and maybe put it in the walk-in for, like, three minutes. He might have. So I may never go back to that Pizza Hut or Domino's again. And by the way, when I was there, there was a BMW that parked directly behind my car so I couldn't pull out. Sorry to get off subject here. But I walked into the Domino's because the driver in the parking lot said that somebody walked into the Domino's from that car. And I was like, could somebody please move their fucking BMW? And got very angry and like made a fool of myself because nobody in the Domino's drove that car. So, anyways. What's up with the Chilada report? Oh, are you drinking lots of Chiladas? Uh, I have. I, I have. I've drinking some Chiladas since quarantine. I was making my own with a with a clamato and spicy V eight and old Germans. That sounds truly awful. Oh, there it was good, very good. I knew a dude. A little, in, a little, uh, little celery salt. Celery juice. salt. I knew a dude at Falls Out that drank clam juice and beer all the time, that's, and I never understood why. It's the best. Well, no, whoa, 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 wait, 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 just, just clam juice? 
clamato. And, oh uh, yeah, yeah. And clam tomato juice and and uh. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I I I was using I use clamato. I love clamato. Clamato. There's nothing about that that sounds appealing. It's, but it's I, delicious. I, I've only ever eaten fried clams, and I've never eaten oysters, so I'm not not huge into that type of type of stuff. But I love lobster. Hmm. Yeah, so, I, I, I like I like I like that I like that I, I live that chilada life, you know. I live that life. Yeah. So you know who else loves chiladas? The sheriff in Raw Deal, one of Schwarzenegger's worst movies. <laughs> Because you know why I don't remember Raw Deal from when I was a kid? Because it's not rememberable at all. There's nothing okay. good about it. No, there's a you lot There's a lot good Mike, about it. You know, Mike, Well, I Sam Wanamaker's good. Mike, I want you to give the synopsis on this because I could not follow this movie. <laughs> it's I a tough one to follow. Look, figure out the look Chris, it's simple. It's simple. Darren McGavin, like... He wants Arnold Schwarzenegger wants Arnold Schwarzenegger to seek revenge because the mob killed his son, and so obviously he was a witness no, in so, the trial for so, the mafia. So guy. obviously, that wasn't Daphne Coleman. So, so the, obviously, the mafia guy. That's the that's the guy from Pure Luck with Martin Short and Danny Glover. <laughs> so, so obviously, that, and, uh, that wasn't Daphne Coleman. And he's in Superman Four: The Quest for Peace, as I saw today on YouTube. Are you talking about it's, okay. Sam Wanamaker? Which one's Sam Wanamaker? He was the head mafia guy, the guy with the gray hair. Okay, gotcha. That, yes, uh, got, yes. That, uh, now that we're talking about it, I need to remember this uh, bit that happened in the movie. Hold on. Because uh, they try to, they try to like kill him. But uh, uh, what is it? The Oakside Boys Club? Uh, tries to shoot him out after he's like leaving a shady encounter with some other mafia guys. Yeah, it's like a white bus that drives by and like shoots up his limo, and then they still drive the shoot up, shot up limo away. Oh yeah, <laughs> like that, nothing happened. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> but the, the so the basic summary is Arnold's a sheriff in some small town in Illinois, I suppose. And, like, he's out having fun with another cop that's on a motorcycle. And, like, they're chasing each other around. And, like... No, the, no the other cop... That cop. guy was that guy was impersonating oh, an officer. See, I missed that somehow. It seemed like they took him back to the police station. It's like, ha, ha, ha. That was fun. And then the guy, the chief, just pulled him away. It was bad. It didn't seem like he was under arrest. Yeah, the, the only he, way that you would you would understand it is if is if you heard the line that the guy said where he's like, "I was on my way to a costume party." <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So so then then he goes home to his wife, who's a drunk asshole and doesn't seem to like him at all in any way. Her name her name is Blanche. Uh, her name is Blanche Baker, and she was in Sixteen Candles. She was the older sister in Sixteen Candles. No shit. Yeah. Okay. The one that got married? Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, I love sexy candles. But uh, so so he 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 tells his wife that you know he loves her and stuff, and she's a real drunk asshole, and like she's baking a cake for dinner because she's drunk, and she throws the cake at Schwarzenegger's head, and then passes out, and he softly carries her to bed.
has a meeting with his uh, cop buddy who wants him to infiltrate the Chicago Mafia. To get revenge for Darren McGavin's son being killed. So they right. then then Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. fakes his own death. In the most in the most ridiculous way ever. Like he, he drives his car into a fuel plant and it explodes after saying that, that somebody what, broke is in. Is that what that was is that what that was supposed to be? Oh yeah. Yeah, but yeah, somehow yeah. somehow this never gets back to his wife that he's dead or faked his death in any way. Because he's oh. gotta go deep undercover, but his wife is never mentioned again for the next hour and fifteen minutes of the movie. Can, can we can we get back yeah. to just one thing that I wanna say about this? Is when he's with Dabney Coleman. It's not Dabney Coleman, it's the dad from a Christmas story. It's definitely the dad from the Christmas story. And Billy Madison's dad. Yeah. He had a really good year. Kolchak the Night Stalker. That's who he really is. Yeah. Okay, fine. Dabney Cole person. I get it. But you know what the movie he did before that was? The Natural. With Rob, with Robin Redford, yes, Robin's Redfords. You know Robin's Redfords. He's yeah. my favorite. He's my boy. <laughs> but but here's here's the thing is that when he's in when he's he's in a meeting with the FBI guy, the, the FBI guy is like, "I'm funding this myself. I have forty three thousand dollars." Yeah. No, he gave him. Nigger was, yeah. Cash. All for forty three thousand dollars. And he it's all in cash. And he gets a new suit, he buys a new car, gets his new identity, and uh he 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 just goes into this shitty underground like poker ring that's run by the other mafia guys. Is it like they're enemies? And beats everybody up. He just beats up like 30 dudes with no problem, no hassle at all. There's never a challenge for him in this movie. That's why I hate it so much. Because at least in Commando, he goes up against the dude from Mad Max. And in fucking Twins, like the dude with the gloves is kind of intimidating. Just like uh, Governor Cuomo, uh, uh, the Pagliato's right-hand man, or whatever the fucking gangster's name is. Uh, The guy that's like his right-hand man looks just like Governor Cuomo. And that's awesome. Oh He's yeah, like, we need more ventilators, Pavliot. <laughs> I I I I didn't hate Raw Deal. I didn't hate it, but it was but, but probably the worst a, Arnold Schwarzenegger they go into film. A gay nightclub for some reason to to beat somebody up, and uh, if you noticed after the worst stripper that's ever been on celluloid in the eighties, because every cop movie went into a strip club in the eighties, except for Die Hard. Uh, that stripper. I know it was a man, but even as a man, he wasn't a pretty man. Are you, uh, but but you, there's some gay dr when they're going back uh, into the the back of the nightclub to beat up that guy. Some gay dr happens. And it's just like, oh, you did it or something, and you can just totally tell it's not anybody in the crowd because like everybody in the everybody else. Well, in the that's crowd that, super masculine. That's why. That's why I lo- actually loved that scene. I, I the post-production audio was, was awesome. There's one guy that's just like, hey, watch it. And then the other guy's just like, oh, you did it. <laughs> but uh, but I'm, I'm glad I came up with the term gay DR. <laughs> and uh, and I'm, I'm patting myself on the back for that. But uh, they, he leaves the back. I'm not, I'm and, not uh, using it's, that term. It's on a woman who he, he uh, 
is because he's actually married and cares about his wife who hates him. And that's another thing I didn't understand. Dude, he was he was an honorable man. And then, you know, you know, after all after he kills all the mob and like he's still honorable with his woman and then he inspires Darren McGavin to walk at the end Wait, of the whoa, film. Whoa, whoa, don't go. Let's not go there so fast because we got a lot more to get until we get there. <laughs> so, so oh Robert Downey from uh, who also had a very good run in this time period. He went from he from this. He was in the Goonies, right? Yeah, he went from the Goonies to this to uh, being the bad guy in the uh, James Bond movie with Timothy Dalton. What, what, which one was that? It wasn't The Living Daylights. It was the one after that. License to Kill. And and then he went on to Die Hard. So like Robert Davi and Lethal Weapon, he he got shot in the Christmas tree lot. That dude had a run, but uh, yeah, he he's suspicious of him the entire time. And then there's this great cop played by Ed Lauter, who's who pops up every once in a while at the strip club and like behind the alley <laughs> of the the mafia uh, casino. And uh, he's like suspicious of Schwarzenegger, but really there's no context and. It's like he seems to know who he is, but it's fucking weird. And what they, mean, they then then they uh, they figure out that uh, Schwarzenegger's undercover and like take him to kill his uh, his Darren McGavin, and uh, they they shoot him in a cemetery. But it's the best and also worst happening. sabotage. It was it was it that was that was like that was the the. The wonderful, like, you know, flip of the script in the movie right there, you know, like when they they pull the old switcheroo on you, and him and old boy Darren McGavin are in a showdown, and they love each other, so oh, you know they save did each you other. Notice how terribly the uh, composer of the movie. By the way, I don't know if you caught who composed this movie. The the who did who compose did the, the movie? music? <laughs> Someone named Cinema Score. So it may just be a computer program, or it's just some dumb asshole that's just like, yeah, just call me CinemaScore, because I'm scoring a cinema movie. That's the mu- what I do. The music was one of my favorite parts about Raw Deal. <laughs> really? <laughs> After they get through... Okay, first off, it starts with the Smokey and the Bandit tribute, with the cop car, the cop motorcycle chase. And a, a badass, a badass, <laughs> like, motorcycle stunt. <laughs> After, uh, after Darren McCabin gets shot, it just goes into the worst music for that situation. It's amazing. It's just like super happy and like synthetic and like it sounds like it belongs in a Nintendo game, basically. It was it was like it, it, it was like a, it's like it's like what in between Commando and and like Raw Red Heat, I think. What, I, I Red Heat came after that with Belushi. Yeah. So, but like it was, it's like a funny period, like in. It, it was like totally like it almost feels like somebody else was meant for the role and they yeah. just snuck Schwarzenegger in there were like oh we're you know we're pushing him as an action star and like just the music and I don't know I thought I, I, I enjoyed it obviously it's bad well, well, I had well, a question but, about the funeral yeah, go, go ahead. oh yeah okay because I had to watch four movies today was it like six funeral? hours was that what it was going on? Was it supposed to be a son's funeral? The timeline on this entire thing is totally fucked. That's exactly what I was about to say. Because like, it seems like 
Schwarzenegger had been in the mafia for like two months at that point, or maybe six months, and like or maybe a week and, like, and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a illogical movie, but I was so hyped when I saw the name Dino De Laurentiis at the beginning because if Dino's involved, usually it's pretty great. Except so, for at, King at, Kong lives. At that, no, oh, is that is that where he shoots Eric Dobby? Robert Dobby, yeah, yeah. He, he kills Robert Dobby and the other guy. And uh, there's no good one-liners. It's not like I, uh, you know. Like, are you kidding me? Like, there's, there's the part, there's the part where she's like, "So where are you going?" And he's like, "I'm going to knock him dead." And like, pull, opens the door and has her like get out of the car awkwardly. My favorite one was where where someone called because like it's like. So your middle name's P. What's that stand for? And he goes, Pussy. That was yeah. after that was after he just beat up three guys in an alleyway and the cops stopped him. That's what he told the cops. <laughs> the, the cop was there to save him. They yeah. was there to help him out. Yeah. But uh, you know, the car chase is pretty great. It's you know, Ronin, French Connection, Blues Brothers, and I would call that put this up there with a pretty fucking great car chase. There was a they good at least car chase. That really well where they were veering under the bridges and shit. Yeah, it was shot in Chicago too, which is cool. But so so uh but they, they, their car their car is heavier than yours. It doesn't matter if you get the driver. What? <laughs> right. Exactly. That's a great pit maneuver for sure. Uh, oh, and I also I also right in the, the we we skipped one good thing like right in the beginning when there's the mob hit there's two guys playing cards and they're playing trivia. And the, the question is how many Academy Awards has John Wayne been nominated for? And the other guy's like, probably not enough. And then like, then the door busts open. <laughs> I thought that dialogue was fucking amazing. I was like, yes. Well, the other ambush with the girl uh, that happens in the middle of the movie is pretty funny too. Oh, are we going to bring up the girl though? The girl I that I don't think has a name. He leads on, and then she steals his information. He overhears her stealing his information. Then he's just cool with her for the rest of the movie, and nothing comes out of that. Who was she calling? What were they looking up? No, I thought he was. I thought that was like a ploy. He pretends the store, so he he like wants her to phone in that his information is legit to the mob boss. Like he's supposed to have like done that on purpose. Yeah, because the other guy figures out he's not who he says he was. Then yeah. That guy's like in China or something somewhere, right? And or dead, I guess. I don't know. But, yeah, uh, but that, his boss gets that killed. Scene in the... His that boss scene gets killed in... <laughs> in the restaurant where she breaks up with him, like where he's like, "No, I have a wife." No, I just want to be <laughs> I just want to be friends. You, I have a wife. I have a like, He's like, but we're friends. <laughs> he's such a nice, innocent puppy dog of a murderer. Dude, dude, he's, he's, it's, it's a very, like. He, he's such a moral man, except for the, the destruction of, so, so he gets to the construction site, and, like, it's just a construction site owned by the mob boss, and he, he kills people from, like, thousands of yards away from a moving car, through the windshield that he kicked out, driving to the Rolling Stone satisfaction, 
which is obviously where all the money in the budget went and made it so they couldn't have a real action sequence towards the end of the movie. They're just like, yeah, just drive a car around this construction area. They didn't. They don't need. We'll get to it, but they don't need an action scene for the end of the movie. Like what they had for at the end was far better than any action scene. It was a beautiful. That's the greatest thing in the movie. Absolutely. But no, the (laughs) satisfaction. No, 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 no. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. The scene the scene where he's playing satisfaction in the car, before he gets to the site to fight people, he shoots out his own windshield. Right. And so kicks it out. Through the windshield to kill these Dude. Guys. That was amazing. That was amazing. That was a good thing. That scene that scene was amazing. No, it's the lamest it's the lamest climactic action scene of any Schwarzenegger movie ever. No, that shit was awesome. What no, he the climactic he goes up to that top floor and kills all the mob people. That was more no, but there's no challenge. Like nobody fights him, nobody shoots back. Like he just there's no there's no threat to him at all in this entire movie. It's just it's commando, but not as cool. <laughs> it's com- it, Dude, it's I've, been, I've been I've been reading the game by uh, by the by the artist, <laughs> and I want to say that in the dating world, I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. Did you say you're reading the game by the pickup artist? Yeah, and I'm Arnold is, Schwarzenegger. Is that, is that, is that Patrick? Was he the pick? No, that was Robert Downey Jr. Patrick Dempsey was lover boy. You remember Loverboy? Oh you guys Mm-mm. are all the worst. No. Loverboy, where he played a pizza delivery guy that sucked, that fucked suburban housewives. Wait, who played him? Patrick Dempsey. Oh, and, uh, yes. Kirstie Alley was one of the housewives. Bill Maher's in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do know what you're talking about. I haven't seen that in a long time. It's a great movie. That and Just One of the Guys were like my sexy movies when I was a kid. You know? Oh, oh, you know, Just One of the Guys is coming out on Blu ray. I think. Um, nice. Oh. Joyce Heiser's boobs and, and Blu ray. I, yeah. I don't know if it's like. it's. Uh, I, I should have looked it up and wrote it down. It's like on Arrow or. I don't think it's on Vinegar Syndrome, but it's. It, it's, it's, well, it's also the. It's the trifecta of William Zabka movies in the 80s in that time frame where he's the bully. Uh, uh, back to school, Karate Kid, and uh, just one of the guys. It's the best. And when he puts on the bicycle gloves to lift the lunch tables up. <laughs> class. That was on Comedy Central a lot when I was a kid. So, so uh, yeah, yeah. Schwarzenegger shoots up to everyone in the mafia. No challenge at all. Takes out 150 guys. And at the end, when the cops get to him and they they realize that he was undercover, they're like, "You just did a hundred years of police work in one hour." <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> and I love cheesy Schwarzenegger movies so much. It's a this it's, was just it's a really cheesy one. Two point five out of five. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it, it got a lower rating than Ghost Keeper. Hold on, <laughs> hold on a second. There's, I, I got a, uh, <laughs> I, 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 give, I give, I give, thumbs up. I give Rod Deal thumbs up. How many stars out of five? It gets three stars. It okay, three so stars. you're you're a little higher to crone, Rod Deal. I got I, I I got that shit right here. Nice, Crone. What's your rating on Raw Deal? Are you still there? 
He took a phone call. Chris, Chris took a phone. He's in San Francisco, and his his camera's pointing at his ceiling. So I, I have no is, idea what he's doing. Is Crone taking a phone call? Yeah, I think so. I forgot I had this. It's raw deal in maximum overdrive double feature. Oh, that's such a dumb, bad double feature. I got those short circuit movies on Blu-ray double feature. Nice. It's a it's great value double feature. Um, but. But no, because yeah, we it's... should go back to it though, because at the end we find out that his his police chief boss is is in fact alive, yes, and he's he's been relegated to a wheelchair, and and Schwarzenegger walks in and doesn't, you know, his his nurse is trying to get him to to try to walk and go through physical therapy, and he's just like, no, I'll <laughs> never walk again, and he's giving the most incredible, most incredible performance ever. And uh, what's what's he con him into? Like, what's he get say to to get him to walk? Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> he's like, if you don't do this, then oh, what does he say? <laughs> um, oh, god damn it! I I don't I didn't I meant to write that shit down, but um, I don't know. He coaxes him and inspires him to walk, and <laughs> the end is and like one step them crying one and very step and just breaks down and is so inspired and it's the most it's it's rudy it's it's the big the best rudy moment in the worst schwarzenegger movie it's, and it makes no sense to end the movie on that I, that's why i i i enjoy i enjoy i like i was like i, mean, I guess for that movie i would put it up to a three-star rating too. i was i was <laughs> his performance is so gold i was entertained it's so good i was entertained I, I, I only want to see Darren McGavin give that kind of performance in every movie he does. I God was, damn it. I was definitely entertained. Sounds good. All right, cool. All right, later, dude. Right, Have a good night. Hey. The Persistence of Popcorn Podcast. 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 <laughs>